Good morning. Welcome to morning prayers. Please stand as you are able to join me in a responsive reading of Psalm 23, found on page 12 of your Black Appleton Psalter. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in straight paths for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff may comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou hast anointed my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord Thank you. 
Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. My text this morning is taken from the Gospel according to John, chapter 20. Right after Jesus' first resurrection appearance to his disciples, after his crucifixion, and it begins. But Thomas, one of the twelve disciples, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, unless I put my finger in the mark of the nails, I will not believe. Crucifixion is a heavy topic before breakfast on a weekday morning. <laughs> I think it's the wrong season of the year, too. But it isn't Jesus or crucifixion that's captured my attention recently. Rather, it's Thomas, one of the twelve disciples, and what he says when his fellow disciples tell him that they have seen Jesus. Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands. I identify with Thomas. He knows Jesus is supposed to be dead. What his fellow disciples tell him makes no sense. And he has no first-hand experience by which to judge for himself if what they say is true. It's not his fault that he wasn't there. Maybe he was doing his grocery shopping for the week or something like that. But for whatever reason, he wasn't present to bear witness to this moment. To me, his response has always made sense. I need to see it to believe it. But Thomas doesn't just say, unless I see Jesus for myself, I will not believe. No, he goes a step further. Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, I will not believe. In the last couple of weeks, I found myself returning to this story with a new set of eyes, and I hope a bit more humility, and wondering what it means to have one suffering on display for appraisal by a public audience what it means that the sight of trauma should be a marker of truth and trauma well performed to be a sign of credibility. As if to say, show me your wounds so I can know that you're legit. I'm left with more questions than answers, I'll be honest, but asking the questions has been instructive. Opening one's wounds for the world to see is painful and exhausting work, which can come at the cost of re-traumatization and recrimination a loss of employment, a loss of sleep, and a loss of life. And when the wounds themselves aren't enough to cause a change of heart, those who bear them have to face the additional anguish of being on the receiving end of apathy and returning home to circumstances that have not changed. When we see, when we need to see how a person has suffered in order to understand their experience, then our capacity for empathy is dangerously diminished. It unfairly asks that vulnerable people place themselves in positions of greater vulnerability in order to prove their existence or to justify their needs. I've been asking myself a very uncomfortable question lately, and I'm going to ask you too. How many times has another person's suffering been your motivation for changing your attitude towards them, for seeing them as real or as legitimate or as human? Was it watching Christine Blasey Ford testify about her experience of sexual assault? Was it seeing the dogs and the hoses let loose on African Americans during the Civil Rights Movement? Was it seeing children separated from their parents at the border? 
Or was it listening to her friend or classmate recount how alienating and dehumanizing it was that a particular speaker had been invited to this campus and given a platform? In these moments, it is so important to bear witness to that suffering and not to turn away, to listen or watch in full and to acknowledge and validate what we have seen and heard. But I believe it's equally important to ask ourselves, why didn't I see this before? And what about my position in society? What about my beliefs or my disposition in the world made these experiences invisible to me? Why did I need to see this in order to change my attitude? What do I do now? Thomas finally does get a chance to meet Jesus about a week after the other disciples. And when they meet, Jesus invites him to reach out and touch the mark of the nails in his hand. And he says to Thomas, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now please stand as you are able to join us in the singing of the hymn, God is my strong salvation, hymn number 278, found in your crimson hymnal, hymn number 278. God's peace rest, rule, and abide 
in each of your lives and mine from this day on until we meet again. Let the gathered people say, Amen. Amen. Thank you.